Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks, Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. My body wants bread and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you need it, you can wait to Welcome to Fad Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fad Camp. Hello and welcome to another mini episode of Fad Camp. These mini episodes are to get us through our summer break. And in saying that, hello, Connor. How is your summer break going? Oh, it's going great. How's it going? Good to be here. I'm delighted to be here. And to be honest with you, as I said, we were kind of talking before this and I was like, what's been nice about these mini episodes is that like basically over the year, what I do in our fad camp, fad camp WhatsApp group is bombard Darren and Connor, which is links to articles. <laughs> and I don't even say anything. I just send the link. And then I'm like, for a future episode, I don't say hello. I don't say goodbye. Cause um, unless I'm on this podcast, I'm a real bitch to you guys off air. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But it's just, it's, true. it's really nice to kind of thrall through all the stuff that you've seen throughout the year that you're like, oh, this wouldn't be a full episode, but it's like so interesting. I'd love to get to talk about it. And so these mini episodes have actually been a bit of a treat for us to be able to go and chat about these things. Um, But this episode, let's get straight into it, okay? Connor, I don't know um, if you've heard about this, okay? But there uh, there is a new law that has come into effect in New York City, baby, the Big Apple, and it is a law that is basically a ban on weight discrimination. I have heard about this, actually. Yeah. Um, up until this point, weight discrimination was OK. It was allowed. <laughs> up until this point, it was celebrated. Connor. It was encouraged. It was encouraged. <laughs> it was encouraged. I mean, like in HR interviews, they just bluntly ask you how much you weigh, apparently, in New York City. <laughs> they didn't realize that that wasn't OK. And um, it's such a weird thing that it's 20, that this article that I... When I first saw it, I actually saw it months ago, but then I kind of did an update on it when we were coming into this episode. And this, the article I'm, that I'm referencing here for this is from the New York Times, and it was published on May 26, 2023. Isn't it insane to think that basically there has been a ban on weight discrimination in 2023 in New well, York City, in one of the biggest It's, it's about modern time, cities. I mean, but, but I feel like I feel like it's probably just the first place to do that like it's like is there is is is, is, is well, there bans anywhere else or 
it, well, like I, I kind of looked up very, you know, very loosely because we were going to focus on this story really, but like I looked it up and yeah, there is like, you know, laws in other countries that basically oh, wow. like, you know, you can say, well, not even laws, but it's sort of like weight discrimination. It's not seen as like a disability, but it's okay. sort of like, do you know what? I'm going to, maybe we'll do another future mini episode where I go into the kind of worldwide what it looks like. But I was basically yeah. just going straight into the fact that this was being declared in New York um, and a bit of history behind it. But I will look into it actually. I'll do a bill. We'll do a further mini episode where we can talk about like kind of worldwide what weight discrimination looks like or yeah. if there are any laws banning it. But um, <laughs> this is from the New York <laughs> Times article, okay? Mayor, Mayor Eric Adams which is a great name, on Friday signed into law a ban on discrimination in New York City based on a person's weight. The law adds weight and height to the list of characteristics that are protected from discrimination along with race, gender, age, religion, and sexual orientation and will apply to employment, housing, and access to public accommodations. So what's so mad to me, it's not just weight, it's also height. Wow. Which I get didn't realize you could that like legally apparently you could discriminate against height in a workplace. That's crazy. Oh my god, Mr. Adams. Yeah, Mr. Eric Adams, who's the the mayor, a Democrat, um, is in his second year in office. Had expressed support for the bill, which was approved by the city councilor, um, city council earlier this month. That would have been in May. And um, Mr. Adams, but listen to this guy, which I think is very funny the Mayor Adams, who published a book in 2020 about losing 35 pounds on a plant-based diet, said on Friday that the law would make workplaces more inclusive and that people who are applying for a job should not be treated differently. What I find so funny is that he came out with some sort of weight loss (laughs) book. That's hilarious. And I was like, the plot thickens. Like, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Well, clearly it's a it's a cause that's very close to his heart. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. And um, this is a quote from uh, Mayor Adams. Science has shown that body type is not a connection to if you're healthy or unhealthy, he said. I think that's a, mis- a misnomer that we're really dispelling. I did think that was very interesting. I'm kind of happy that he said that. Yeah. He was like, actually, the way you look should doesn't kind of like directly link to your health. Absolutely. Like, I mean, and it definitely shouldn't affect your, like, you know, your rights. Well, it's funny because um, another kind of representative, I think, I know, again, this is another one for the books where Grace just butchers a person's name. Sean Abreu. Oh, yeah. I've seen that name, yeah. Yeah, he sponsored the bill to ban weight discrimination and said people treated him differently when he gained weight. Apparently, I think over the pandemic, he gained something like 40 pounds. And he said that people started treating him differently. (laughs) I love when people are like, do you know what? This has started to directly affect me. So I think I'm going to bring it into law. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nothing like like a bit of empathy to kind of uh, grease the wheels a little bit. You know, it's a shame that it has to get to that point, you know, but they're like, now this affects me. (laughs) I love the idea of someone being like, they're just like, you know what? My friend was murdered. So I think murder now should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. the law is part of a growing national campaign in the states to address weight discriminations, uh, weight, weight discrimination, with lawmakers in New Jersey and Massachusetts considering similar me- uh, measures. Michigan and Washington st- State already prohibit it, as do some cities like Washington, D.C. D- um, like this was so interesting because in this New York 
like Times article, they had like as well certain references to people who kind of like talked about how weight discrimination had affected their lives. Mm -hmm. So a student at New York University said that desks in classrooms were too small for her. A soprano at the Metropolitan Opera said that she faced body shaming and a pressure to develop an eating disorder. Oh. Which again, in opera, I feel like fat people should be more celebrated. (laughs) It's where we thrive, people. We thrive at the opera. Yeah, I mean, there there is, yeah, like people say that like a a bigger body gives more uh, resonance, you know, when you're you're singing, like having a bigger instrument, literally like a bigger guitar makes a bigger, louder, richer sound than a small guitar. You know, it's, it's a, is that true? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a thing. Now, that, that, and that doesn't mean that you can't have someone who is, you know, very thin, blasting out like super powerful uh, vocals. But often, a larger body will offer like deeper resonance. You know, it's just you it's just science. Science. <laughs> God, are you are joking me? Yeah, You're that's blowing my mind. That's the thing. I just I just thought weirdly a lot of like opera singers I don't know we're just fat people <laughs> like yeah. I was like I don't know if there's any connection here but they just are they just seem to be yeah. having a great old time that is yeah. mental okay um some business leaders and Republicans had expressed concerns about the bill um including Catherine S. Wilde a, a president of the partnership for New York City a business advocacy group who said that it will be an, an onerous mandate for companies and will place a bur- burden on regulators and the judicial system like, I don't know what that means. Now, in this article, they are stating that obesity rates have risen in the United States over the last two decades and more what? than 40%. Oh, crazy. <laughs> and more than 40% of American adults are considered obese. Now, of course, we would argue that's probably based on the BMI system. And as we all say, the BMI system is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so take that as you will. Um, but the body acceptance movement and self-described fat, fat activists have sought to reduce bias and shame around uh, weight. So, you know, like we know this, the body acceptance movement, the body, you know, like is it's trying to basically raise awareness that like overweight people are not inherently unhealthy. And thin people are not inherently healthy and diets often fail. That's just like what, you know, people are trying mm-hmm. to put the message out there. So but what's interesting to me, Connor, is that first of all, like I was like, oh, this is very interesting that only weight, only now weight discrimination is considered a discrimination, which well, we all knew. Sorry, go on. No, no, go ahead. No, we all knew that like, you know, personally, due to personal sure. experiences or yes. anecdotally, we know that there's discrimination out there. Like people know this. I mean, even like if you go onto TikTok, honestly, you will find the amount of like, even just like, bigger bodied people, fat people who find it difficult to do everyday things, not because of their, they themselves, their size, yes. but because our society so, is not structured for them. So like yeah. airplane seats, like they, they, a, lot, a lot of fat people have to buy two plane seats and you'll mm-hmm. see them like on the phone with the company because it's actually very difficult to buy. If you think about it, Yeah. if you're booking a flight, you can, as long as you can say what person is going to be in that seat, you mm-hmm. can buy the seat, but you can't buy two seats under one name. Oh, yeah. Not on the website. So actually, you have to call them up and be like, yeah, I want to buy two seats, but I only want to buy it for one person. So So when you're filling in the details of the name, you put your own name in passenger one, passenger two, you just put in like fat. Well, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, they're like, they just, that's what this, the second scene for, is for. <laughs> for my left arse cheek. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just like, but you know, and even like seatbelt extenders, things like that. But like, there was one um, great TikTok, which I'll actually, I'll, I'll share it on our Instagram, um, of uh, a fat woman who just went to a normal hotel and she was like, I'm, after paying like money as much as everyone else, I've paid a lot of money to stay at this hotel. The hotel did not fit her means. Like, because now as well, because hotels are trying to make as much money as possible, rooms are smaller. Do you know what I mean? Like bathrooms yes. and all that sort of stuff. There was like, she found it difficult to sit on the toilet because the toilet was like so God. against the wall. Like, you know yes. what I mean? Like, or yeah. even like the bath or like the shower. These things are like, we notice it. Like things are getting more, the smaller and more like squeezed Definitely. in. She's like, I'm after paying for this and like yeah. now I can't use it and like say like the bathrobe and stuff like that I will say also anecdotally towel sizes I have a real problem with oh <laughs> okay uh, don't, Rich, don't get me started that's a whole that's a whole season <laughs> of fad camp on that topic I, I would love to be able to <laughs> to like daintily daintily close a towel around myself without like my little vag showing out because there's a gap <laughs> I, I, I'm seeing, I'm looking at these articles as well, and I'm seeing that uh, one of the things says employees can still be fired for being overweight in most areas in the U.S., um, so nice. but several because you know the, the laws you know change from state to state. So obviously New York are mm-hmm. one of several cities and states to have introduced or passed legislation to end that practice. But that means that there's a ton of states in America where that's like a, a reasonable, you know, legal um, means for uh, firing someone for their job. You know, and like to me, then that, that, that's a very hard thing to. Yeah. Like you could then, uh, as an employee, and we're not ta- we're not talking about like, people who are working in like you know a donut factory or something like that. They're like, guys, <laughs> you know, stocks are low. Does anyone know anything about this? You know, like, and there's like, just like one heavy guy going like, oh, don't look at me. You know, like okay, like. I love that the, like, if I was working in a donut shop, I know that the employer would look at me first and I'd be like, well, rude. Yeah, but if you live, but now, but now if you live in New York, right, Ah. and you could sue the shit out of your boss for even, (laughs) you know, suggesting it might have been you who was sneaking the donuts. Do you know what I would love, though? I mean, the brilliant plan would be to move to New York, work in a donut shop, actually eat all of the supplies. Steal them all, (laughs) yeah. And then look them directly in the eye and I'm like, I dare you. I yeah. dare you to try fire yeah. me because I will. I will, I will bleed you dry in court on this. I'm gonna. <laughs> this is I mean, my this plan. Is this is why I moved to America and did all of the visa, the green card. Yeah, yeah and now exactly. I'm gonna take you for everything you've got. This is the ultimate long con. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate long. I've, if anything, I've been fast since I was a child, just so I can pull this off. I've been waiting for the day that this law is going to come in. They're playing right into our hands. Like, <laughs> the evil fat people of the world just being. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting to me with this New York Times article was that there's a certain part of it that I was like, oh, like I think of of fat acceptance and activism as a real like sort of like modern idea or movement. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 Connor. It is not modern at all at all. Oh. Apparently people have been arseholes to fat people for years. So, what? so <laughs> mental. 
New York City has been a center for fat activism since at least the 1960s, when a crowd of 500 people held a fat in at Central Park. <laughs> so like not a sit-in, a fat in at Central That's Park fun. in the 1960s. Isn't that so much fun? Now, yeah. I, I looked up a little bit about this fat in. Um, which is now what I'm just going to call my life. Um, hmm. It's just been one big fat in. So um, in 1967, 500 people came together in Central Park in New York to protest bias against fat people. Wow. Together, what, wait, sorry, what this, year? 1967. Wow. Oh my God. I know. Because like, whenever you see any like documentary footage of the 60s in America, it was like, you know, uh, civil rights and Woodstock and the, you know, yeah. the hippie movement and stuff like that. And everyone was thin and hot, you know? There's no documentary evidence of this. And that's so, that's actually so true. Everyone's just thin and hot and wearing like these like bell bottoms and like, oh, you're like, oh, wow. Like that was just the way it was. Yeah. But no, like apparently there were 500 fat people back then as well. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> that's where it all started. Their, that's where it all started. You know, they all met in Central Park and it spread. And just like, proliferated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, disastrous. But they came together to protest bias against fat people. Together, this group eight carried uh, signs of protest, burned diet books, and photos of the model Twiggy. Oh my God. That sounds, this sounds like a topic worth exploring. That sounds very fucking interesting. I know. And how I, but like, this is so interesting, Connor, because again, like I just was, I was like, oh, I'll cover this episode on this new law that's coming in New York. And then it was like this little, like it was like the smallest part of the article was this little paragraph being like, there once was a, sit- a fat in. I was like, what? Like, how was, have I not known about this? Um, but yeah, I mean. It, and they were all I, I exterminated by the NYPD. Like that was just like, they that's were it. all <laughs> gunned down. And from it, this chapter was removed from modern history. That's it. Um, and we never saw a fat person again. That's crazy. So, um, I can't believe that. It's That's absolutely so cool. nuts. It is really cool. I think like there's just, there was more to it as well, which we, again, it, we can actually point to it. But it points that there, there has been discrimination, you know, um, exactly. back then. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This isn't, this isn't new, mm-hmm. um, which I just think, again, you almost have to remind people that it's not new. And mm-hmm. I always think of that, I think I think it was the point that Christy Harrison did say where she's like, if there has always been fat phobia, even in like the history books or like, I don't know, I'm sure the cave paintings there was some arsehole who drew one of the fat people. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I just laughed at it. <laughs> but like, if there's always been fat phobia, it means there's always been fat people. Mm-hmm. And so like, you have to remember that in history, we sort of look back and just totally revise it in our heads. Yeah. But anyway, to bring us back and to you know, day, you know what I, I think yeah. is an interesting point to mention as well is that like, you know, for for all of the causes and all of the groups that are um, discriminated against, you know, in the world back, back then, then and today and, you know, continuously, like mm. fatness, I guess, you know, it crosses over all genders all races oh yeah you know all cultures do you know what i mean so people it is kind of a universal thing in in a way you know oh completely like we're everywhere connor (laughs) no no no, it's so true it's like (laughs) and i suppose like you know we have yet to maybe cover cultures that might celebrate fatness or anything like that but like it is a it is very much a western idea and as we say it's rooted in racism and you know um that fatness is 
seen as like something that's wrong and bad yeah. and you know what I mean like and, and savage and, and it's savage and terrible and I think that like yeah it is interesting that you bring that up but it is like it like it, it fatness comes for us all yeah. <laughs> but like it's the beautiful unifier like you know what I mean everywhere in every corner of the world there are going to be fat people and it does like it's not but it doesn't matter about your gender or your sexual orientation or your religion do you know what I mean like it yeah. is such a mad thing to think that it can affect every type of person in society really like but anyway sorry going off topic bringing us back to present day um the chairman of the national association to f- advance fat acceptance what a great i mean listen <laughs> it's a non-profit advocacy group said uh tigress osborne said she hoped that other cities would approve similar laws to send the message that size discrimination was a serious injustice the bill's sponsor, again, Sean Abreu, um, is a councilman from Northern Manhattan. As I mentioned before, he said when he gained weight, he noticed people treated him differently. He said that the law would make employers think twice about discriminating against heavier people and raise awareness about the problem. Um, he said, and I quote, it's also about changing the culture in how we think about weight. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fad Camp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show, and it would mean a lot to us. Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps. And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Gerald Farrelly. And I'm Neve Kavanagh. And we have been friends for a very long time. And we regularly solve each other's problems. And now we'd like to solve yours in our podcast, Agony Rants. It's a weekly show where we offer you unwavering support. It's true. And it's the place to go if you need a place to vent or to get thoughtful advice. It's a serious lawsuit waiting to happen. Now, Grode, there isn't a problem that can't be helped by having a comedian and a Eurovision winner dissected before your very ears. Agony Rants is 40 minutes with two friends who just want to listen to you. Neve wants to listen. I dip in and out. Agony Rants has a new episode every Monday and you'll find us wherever you do your listening. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.